Okay, I see the crowd here tonight. We got to pick the topic that's good for the crowd, and I think that is how to be a mother, a wife. You know, these are these are the things that I feel that they should teach in school, and hopefully the teachers do teach this in school. But if not, we'll learn a little bit about it tonight. Now, to learn about a wife and a mother, we turn to the Eshet Hayo. There's no question everyone in this room wants to be in Eshet Hayo, right? So now, how do you become one? How do you become one? We take a look at Sarah Imenu. Go back in time. The Shekhinah rested by Sarah Imenu. Do you know... How many Pesukim does it speak about heaven and earth? How, how, how many Pesukim? Bereshit bara Elohim et You have the whole heaven and you have the whole artist. How many Pesukim in the Torah is it? Anybody know? About 31 Pesukim. About the Mishkan. Go to the Mishkan. See how many Pesukim speaks about the Mishkan. You know how many Pesukim? Go take a look. Let's forget the Pesukim. Parshiot. Teruma, Tetzavek, a little bit in Kitisa, Pesukim amongst Pesukim amongst Pesukim amongst Pesukim. And I ask you one question. How long did Mishkan exist? Anybody know? Huh? About 40 years. Right? In the Midbar, about 40 years, correct? And Ashamai Varet, is it still existing to today? Yes. So I ask you, does that make sense? If I'm speaking about something that's going to last forever, the heavens, the earth, the stars, the grass, the this, the that, I would tell you, speak about, elaborate, elaborate, elaborate. No, cut short, 31 pesukim. I want to just tell you the detail, this, this, that, done. Next. Mishkan, 40 years. 40 years about parshiot, 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 parshiot. Anybody give me an answer? Huh? Good question or no? Anybody think of an answer or no? Huh? Huh? They want us to remember, but, but, the, but the heaven and earth, you know. Oh, that's a good, it's a good point what you're saying. I like it. I like it. We're going to say a different answer. She's saying that Shemayim Valley is a very good point. I like it. We're going to tell you a different answer from Rabbi Vigda Miller's Atzal. He says as follows, that in life, you have to know. I'll give you an example. We, you know, what, you know what a movie is. You ever hear of something called a movie? You know what it is? I don't know. They know. Very religious girls. I don't know if they ever went to a movie, but a movie is like, uh, you know, they have actor and and this and that. Don't go to the movies. Don't go to the movies. Stuyot, stuyot, bad stuff. I know the school's a good school. They don't go. They don't go. Tuma, they put. They just put tuma in the brain. The movies. You know, it's going putting in the brain. So in any case, what is it? What is it? It's, um, it's actors, right? You have people acting. And what do you have What do you have in the background? Like you have set, camera, action. What do you have in the background? What do you have in the background? Usually you have like a backdrop. They have a setting. They have this, they have that. And mountains and whatever it is. Trees and this. It says the same thing in our life. In our life, you know what's the background? The background is the sun, the stars, the moon, the beautiful air, 
the houses. It's all a background to the actors. Who's the actors? Who's the actor? We are. We are. We're acting. Well, what, are, what are you acting as? What are you acting as? What are you acting as? Anybody know? Puppets, Puppets for what? To drink a water and no. I'll see you later? Oh, very good. We're actors, Kivyachol. Actors doesn't mean actors and acting like to make, make believe. Actor, what I mean is the truth. Let's see, when you put to the test, how are you going to act towards Hashem? You know, in life, if everything goes smooth, right? You want to open up the windows, baby? A little bit hot, no? It says, in life, Bobby, Bobby, that window's broken. In life, if you look in life, they have a, um, you know, everybody heard this once before. If they're checking the heartbeat, and if it's not, if it's not up and down, then the, and it's only straight, the guy what? The guy is dead. In our lives, you're going to see that there's going to be bumps. And the way you act towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu, now is the right time to test. It says, There's going to be days that people are going to say they don't desire these days. What days are those? Does anybody know? The days of Mashiach. The days of Mashiach, we don't want it, says. In Bahapit, we want them, but we don't have a desire for them. Oh, what does that mean? This is a pasuk, by the way. It's not like a make-believe. People are looking at me like I'm crazy, but this is a pasuk. Can't go against the pasuk. Now you want to explain it, we'll explain it. But it says there's going to come days, Shayomu Enli Bahem Hefetzbah. The days of Mashiach, I don't have chifetz. You know why? Anybody can give me a good explanation why? Don't we say, we want Mashiach, Mashiach now. Every day we pray for Mashiach. Every day we pray for Mashiach. So all of a sudden, what's going on over here? When it comes, we don't desire these days. You know what the answer is? I'll tell you. There's no challenge anymore. Every single person in their right mind, they're going to see Hashem himself give you a whole clear as daylight. There's going to be no Nisayon, no test. There's no more reward. If you're not put to the challenge, why should we, why, why do you deserve reward? But now in this time, in this time when Mashiach is not here, and there's chaos, and there's this and there's that, this is where we put you to the test to see how far you would go. Yeah? Now, let's go back to the question that we had. This is all a backdrop, a background to the way you're going to serve Hashem. The way you're going to serve God. Now, how are you supposed to serve Hashem? How are you supposed to serve Hashem? By thinking about Him 24-7 and not stopping to think about Him. To doing things, every single thing for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When I, when I wake up in the morning, the girls put on a skirt. Think, why am I putting a skirt on? Oh, because the teacher in school, they told me if I don't put a skirt on, I can't come to school. <laughs> what could I do? How can I put the skirt on? Eh, it's wrong. Wrong already. The, the, the brain is trained wrong. You got to take the brain back rewind it, and tomorrow morning, when you wake up in the morning, and you, you have to remember, oh, you know, I'm, you know I'm, I'm dressing Sinirut. Why are you dressing Sinirut? I'm dressing Sinirut, you know why? This is what Hashem wants. He wants me to act like a bat melech. My girls, they sit home. I have a few girls in the house. Sitting down, I get her a nice waffle with the ice cream and this. I say, you're uh, ready to, you know, dig it. You want this? Tell me, what are you eating it for? Why are you eating it for? For what? She says, I'm doing it L'Shem Shammai. So listen, how is this L'Shem Shammai? How is this L'Shem Shammai? <laughs> she tells me, you know, it's L'Shem Shammai. I say, how? She says, because if I, if I don't eat, I don't have strength. 
If I don't have strength, I can't, I can't serve Hashem. Okay, you can have something else. What do you have to have the ice cream for? She's young. A six-year-old girl, it's okay for her age. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we have to all train our mind that we're in a background. You are in a, a, a zone over here and you're acting. And everybody has their own act to play, their own role to play. People are wealthy, people are poor. Now, let me ask you something. When you're making a film, when you're in an action-packed movie, and you're playing the poor man, or you're playing the rich man, at the end of the day, they're both playing a part 50-50, the poor man, the rich man, the poor man, the rich man. At the end of the act, at the end of the movie, do they get paid the same, yes or no? Why not? Why, because one's rich and one's poor? What do you mean? They're both playing an act, 50% poor, 50% rich. At the end of the day, the filmmaker is going to pay the same or not? I don't know. You tell me. I'm telling you, you have an act. You have a movie. You have a film. You have a rich guy and you have a poor guy. They're both, again, listen, listen carefully. They're both, they're both playing 50% of the movie, both. Meaning to say, it's two hours in the movie, one hour the rich man, one hour the poor man, back and forth. You look at the clock, throughout the movie he did 60 minutes, the other guy also did 60 minutes. Do they get paid the same, yes or no? Why not? Why not? They should get paid the same. They both acted the same 60 minutes, both of them. They both get paid the same. They're both the same famous, they're both the same thing. They're both the same. What's my point? What's my point? What's my point? What's my point? What's my, what? No, no, no. It's a movie. It's a fake. It's a joke. It's a, it's, it's a game. It's not a real uh, thing. Think. It's easy, simple, simple. It's, they, they pay the same. What's my point? What's my point I'm trying to say? What's my point? You know what my point is? Okay, you want to give a clap, give a clap? Uh, yeah, the, the point I'm trying to make is everybody in their life has a role to play. It's an act. You're in a movie. You have a background. You have parents. You have your brothers. You have your friends. You have your school. You have a, your community. And God wants to see, are you going to act properly or no? Are you going to get intimidated by your friends? Oh, look, I remember going up I wasn't hanging out with the most religious people growing up. And I remember that they were good people. But they weren't, uh, you know, religious, religious, like crazy. Sitting down, I remember lunch, I was like 14 years old, 13 years old. I just became bar mitzvah. I'm at the uh, meeting like a shawarma sandwich. I'm finishing up for lunch. All the boys finish. I'm with six guys on the table. And now I'm eating. I'm finishing the, the eating. And now I'm saying, I'm supposed to say, I'm to my zone. And these guys, all right, all right, we got to go. I was like, oh my goodness, what's going to be? Where are you guys going? Oh, we're going back here. We're hanging out in the, at his house. But wait for me. I said, we have to go. We have to go now. Now I have a challenge. What are you going to do? Now I'm going to act. Hashem, I have a video right now. Checking me out. Okay, Joey Palacio. Let's see. Let's video him in right now. Let's put the background right now. There's six friends right here. They don't want, they want to just go home and hang out. They're only 13. They're 13. They just became born. But you're also 13. You're born mitzvah. You have to sit You're going to say it or no? Boom. Camera, action, Go. And if you pass that test, you passed. Now, it's the same thing in life, whatever you have. Whatever you're blessed with, it's all a test. A rich man and a poor man in this world, if they both came out, you have a multi-billionaire. The guy is giving charity 
hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Reich meaning, forget about it. How much is she bought? And more daughter did he support? Forget it. Then you have a poor guy. He tried, he tried his best. He did his full most. He tried doing this, tried doing that, whatever it was. That's what he was blessed with. Who's going to get paid? Is he going to get paid the same or no? They did the 100%. They both served Hashem with their full power, both of them. With their full power, with their full gutso. Are they going to both get paid the same after 120? Yes or no? Yes. They both worked tooth and nail. They blood and sweat to serve HaKadosh Baruch with their whole heart. You know, I read a story. There's a book I have in my house. It's called Parnasatova. That's what it's called. The book is called Parnasatova. The key to Parnasat. I'm telling you, you see, it's a Hadith book. You see, like, wow, you want to read the whole thing in one night. I'm telling you. So I opened it up one night, and I read a story. What was the story? There was a guy. Uh, he had a family and everything like that, and he couldn't put food on the table. He tried taking this job. He worked, 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 worked. It didn't work out for him. It wasn't paying the bills still. He went, he said, listen, I have to stop this. It's not making out. He went to the what? To the next job. And he worked, 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 worked. He still wasn't paying ends meet. He went to the next job. It writes in a story, maybe he went through 30 jobs. And it says, at the end of his life, he still stayed a very poor man. He tried his best. He minimal to eat for his family, everything like that. And he writes in the book, he says, you should know, I can testify that I was fully happy. I did my part, and I know I was the happiest guy in the world. I know I served Hashem to the fullest. I did my part. I worked hard. I did my thing. This is the lot that I became. This is the lot that I got. So let it be. And you have to know that because in life, you girls are young. And there's going to be. Life is filled with challenges. It's called sionot. And you got to be prepared for the punches. Imagine you go into a boxing ring. Imagine I'm boxing, you know, boxing, boxing, yeah? Imagine you go to a boxing ring, and you're inside, and all of a sudden you're just sitting down like this in the boxing ring, and you're the competitor. The guy comes, boom, punches you. Oh, what? You start seeing birds flying. What's going on? You get back up again. What happens again? Boom, knocks out. What's going on over here? You know what's going on? Nobody told you in a boxing ring. So all you know is, you, you, if, if somebody would have told me, put your arms up and start fighting, then you'll start realizing. But nobody told you that. So whatever single second you're getting up, boom, the guy's punching you. Getting up again, the guy's punching you. Because you, you, you know you're a boxing Ladies, girls, this is, you're in a boxing ring. You know who's the fighter? The Yitzhara. The background is the background. The stars, the moon, the, the trees, there's that. And you have one big boxer, his gloves are huge. And he just keep on trying to pound you. Fuck, 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 fuck. Habet he was in his 80s. He woke up one morning, he was a little cold out. And he said, Should I go to Shul? Should I go to Shul? I'm older, I'm this, I'm that. And he got up and he said, Yetzirara, Yetzirara. You're older than me. And you're still fighting. I'm only 80 years old. You're from the beginning of your creation. I'm getting up. And he got up. You're going to have challenges in your life. You're going to have challenges. You're going to have to know how to deal with it. You're going to have to know how to deal with it. Third grade was the first time I prayed Amidah for the fullest. Third grade. I remember what I was wearing that day. I remember that day I was wearing. And my brother Albert says, listen, Joe, you got to pray to Amidah now. It looks like you're of age. Okay, what do you do? Read this, this, this. Okay. Like this. 
standing. I didn't do the shuckling yet, you know, but I was like this. I remember praying maybe 20 minutes. I get to Modim. I go, Modim Anahnulach. Craziest thing that ever happened. A huge, huge bug. Like, you know, those wasps, like, the, you know, in the, in the summer where, like, you see it, the dragonfly, it's like, it's like 100 feet up in the, in the tree, and he's still running 100 feet away, even though he's never going to catch you. You know, you know those bugs I'm talking about, you know, where it's almost impossible for it to come in the house unless you, you know, it's impossible. I went to Modima Nahnulach. I don't know where it came from. It went right, the second I said Modima Nahnulach, went right in my shirt. I jumped to the shamayim, like maybe higher than this, my, my head, you got to know, my head, ah! scream on top of my lungs, jump backwards. I say, Albert! Scream on top of my lungs, I say, Al, I will never, ever, 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 ever pray again in my life. That's what I told him. Never mind, don't ask me, don't tell me, I don't want to hear it. My brother says, Joe, come sit down. So yeah, what's the problem? You have to understand something. I forgot to mention something to you before you started praying Namida. There's something called the Yitzhara. And I didn't know that. I'm third grade. You have to know this Yitzhara. Every mitzvah, he's going to try to pull you down. He's going to try to pull you down. Every mitzvah, every good deed that you're going to do, he's going to pull you down. He says, the same thing. I'm saying, I see you're paying attention. Good, you, huh? <laughs> he's paying attention. So he says like this. He's going he's to come to my classes. We have a show for the boys. <laughs> Yeah, he's third, you're third grade? Uh, oh, first. Okay, okay. So he says like this. So when, when, so when he said that, he says, Joe, I forgot to tell you something. There's always going to be the Yitzhah that's going to stop you from doing good. Mitzvah. And I know personally, fact, I can tell you personal stories where my learning, I know learning like, like an ox, like a plowing, like you can't imagine. Rosh Kolonika, wow, what a, what a great learning. Gemara, plugging, strong. And the Yetzirah would come and it would slap me so hard. It was almost impossible to get up. Impossible. Why? Because he can't handle the facts that you're doing good. He's going to try to stop you. And you have to know. You know what happened once? Somebody came over to me and said, Rabbi, what should I do? I said, well, I just started my company, my business. I'm not feeling too good. I said, why not? He said, because there's another company that's copying me. That's trying to do the same thing that I'm doing. So you know what somebody else that was sitting behind me said? You know? He gets up. He tells the guy, Hazar Baruch! He says, well, Hazar Baruch for what? Hazar Baruch for what? He says, must be you're successful. He says, me, success? What do you mean? How are you talking? I just started. I started a few months ago and, and already the, the next company of, uh, is copying me. He says, Hazak, will be successful. He says, why? He says, because if he, he, he's looking at you and he's seeing that you are doing something that, he do, that you're doing that's working, so he's copying the same way. He's trying to stop you by competing with you. Same thing, same thing. He gets to that, who is he, he going to get? He gets the big guys. He gets the sharks. The guys or the girls who are doing such good in the community or such good in their houses or such good in Avodat Hashem, what do you think he's doing? He's going after them. <coughs> well, he's going to go for the, for the small guys? What? The small guys? Oh, should, should I do this? Should, uh, he's a small, he's a small guy. He doesn't do anything anyway to say this guy. So you think he's focusing on this guy? 
He's focusing on, on, on the ladies who are going to dress to the oud. And all of a sudden, when she's working on herself, what, is it, what, what happens? She goes to her mother, Ma, you like my skirt? I'm starting to wear skirts even on Shabbat and even on Sundays now, even when I don't have school. And then you get a blow. Ah, this is not our way. What are you doing? What are you doing? They're brainwashing you. That's where you got to pull in your full effort. That's where you got to pull strong. And you girls are going to be mothers one day. And we have to learn from Sarai Menu because you have to protect your children. It says, Sur Take away the bad and do good. What does that mean? How do we learn it from Sarai Menu? Anybody can tell me? Very good. Sur She has Yitzhak in her house, correct? Yes or no? Yitzhak's in the house, yes or no? Yes? Ishmael is a bad influence? What does she do? I got to take Ishmael. You know, you know how hard that is? Imagine, you have to understand, it's Abraham's son from a different, why? But it's his son. It's still his son from Hagar. It's his son. Imagine you go and you tell your husband, oh honey, uh, we got to kick out your son. My son, my son, what, what's going on? They got to kick him out. Okay, we'll put him in a different room. We'll get him his own room. We know there's enough sharing rooms. We'll get him his own room. No, 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 out. What do you mean out? Out, out of the house? Where's he going to live? I want him out. You know what kind of challenge that is for Sarah and Menu? To make a decision like that, a strong decision, she, a lady, has a sixth sense, the Masha says, of seeing the cue stick of sensitivity, what has to be around in the house. She has a feeling, oh, no, 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 this feeling right now, oh, I'm a lady, I have like an extra sense, a sixth sense. We have five senses, a lady has the sixth. A wife and a mother has the sixth. She says, no. This is bad influence right now. I need it out of the house. I remember one time, I was in Jersey. I invited a guy to my, uh, to my house for, uh, for a Shabbat. Come, come for a weekend. You know, new guy, new, one of my new friends. He came in. He came with a tank top and spiked up hair, gelled all spiked up. My mother brought me to the yard. Oh, you flipper, you nuts. What are you doing? My, he's a great guy. You're crazy and nuts. Now the guy's sitting in Kolel, by the way. He's sitting in Kolel. He's in Israel sitting in Kolel. But um, uh, my, my, mother, my, mother, my mother said, listen, you can't hang out. You have to be very careful with the people that you bring. You're going to have kids one day. And your kids, you have to protect them. Who are they hanging out with? You know the craziest thing I had? I went to a PTA. You know what PTA is? Huh? What is it? Parent-teachers, right. Parent-teachers. My first parent-teachers, they go in there. Oh, how's my, how's my kid? Yeah, yeah, very good, very good, very good. How is she with the, with the kids? How is she with the children? You know, what, you know what she told me? I didn't know this in a million years, by the way. So, you guys, you listen to this. She told me like this. She says, in the PTA, I asked, how is my daughter, like, friendly? Is she friendly and things like that? Is she, uh, you know, with the, with the lady, with, the, with her friends and stuff? She told me like this. She said that... There's mothers, there's mothers that call up the teacher to find out if the, if the student is a good influence on her daughter. You ever hear such a thing in your life? In your, I never heard of my, I was shocked. I said, you're kidding me. Which, like, how many mothers even call the teacher of the, of, 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 of the student? Think about it. How many? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on? Maybe a handful? You have a mother. She calls up the teacher. Hi, Mrs. So-and-so. How are you doing? Hi. 
Um, uh, this girl, uh, Esther, she wants to come to my daughter's house. Um, Esther, so-and-so, what do you think? Is she, would she be a good influence on my daughter, yes or no? Yeah, you hear what's going on over here? You ever think of it in a million years? You have a son, uh, Yosef, you know? He becomes a fourth, fifth grader, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who this guy is. Another guy's coming, Moshe's coming to the house. I don't know what he's up to, this guy. I have no clue what he's up to. I don't know. Could be he's the biggest troublemaker in the class. Could be he's, uh, he has things that we shouldn't be having. I don't know. Imagine the mother calls up, uh, uh, Rabbi so-and-so, how you doing? I'm just um, just w- looking out for my, my son over here, Moshe over here. Is this guy that's about to come over, Yosef, should I bring him to my house, yes or no? Amazing. Because this is the sixth sense of a mother, of a wife, of a lady, that she has to understand she is the house. The Gemara says, the rabbis, when they said, oh, how's your house doing? I meant the wife, like, you know, how's, uh, uh, how's the house? Meaning to say, a wife is the runner of, she's like the Rosh Hashiva, she's the rabbi of the house. Uh, think about it. Who? She's the Rosh Hashiva. Is that a lie? Victor Miller says it all the time, by the way. She's the Rosh Hashiva. Who's taking care of the kids? Who's training the kids day and night? You know how many, you know how many, how much the wife and the mother goes through taking care of the child? I'm sure you know, I'm saying you've raised the Bobby for so many years, all the Rajalas and he's a teenager. Every stage is a new stage. Every single stage is a new stage. And you have to be uh, with the antennas up to know, whoa, whoa, one second. This is not young anymore. This is already teenage years. Teenage years. Whoa, this is a different shlav. This is a different, this is a different. And that's what Sarayimenu taught us. Surveyna, take away the bed. What's bed? Oh, bed influence? Sorry, you can't hang out with my child. What do you mean? You don't hang out? You can't hang out? I, I know for a fact, kids in my grade, fathers would say, to, I, I couldn't believe it. I was with the boys, and I remember I spoke to one guy, one of, friends, my, one of my friends, Stephen. I said, Stephen, we were sitting down, we're having like, and we're having lunch together. He's like, do you know when, when I was younger, my father would tell me to hang out with this guy. And he was a good influence. Yeah, hang out with that guy. Make friends with him. Buy him a bagel in the morning when you go to school, tell him this is for you. We had a guy like that in my grade, by the way. He, he wanted to be friends with a certain group of guys. He wanted to be great. We were seventh grade. And now we have Minyan. Seventh grade, we have Minyan. What do we have? We have like uh, kicks. You know, in the morning they have those kicks, some Cheerios, some uh, yeah, uh, chocolate milk and this. What did the guy do? You know, who, who doesn't like a hot bagel with cream cheese and toasted and everything like that? He went ahead. He went ahead and, you know, his parents wanted him to be in that group because they're the good guys. They're the, 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 the you know, stark, strong uh, influence, good influence. Parents tell him, by the way, every day his money, stop at the bagel store, get hot bagel. He would come to, to school. He'd come to Minyan, everything like that. Right after, he would bugle out maybe like six bagels, hot bagels with cream cheese and tomatoes. And... Like, we're sitting there, and he gave it to this guy, that guy, that guy. All the kids that his mother said be friends with them. And guess what? He got friends with them, and he ended up marrying, from the crew, he ended up marrying, yeah, that's his future wife. One, one of the sisters of, of the crew, like, like that. What? He married his wife. That's his wife. That's his wife. True story. I don't want to mention his name publicly, but imagine such a thing. Why? Because he got influence. You gotta use chokhmah, you gotta use your wisdom. You want your, you want to get in? Okay, what does it say? What's chokhmah? What does it mean? Buy, buy your friend. What does it mean, buy? Buy, literally, buy a friend. 
You want to be close? You want you want to be close to somebody? No problem. Send the send them this, send them that, send them that, send them that. Before you know it, they love you the best. Whoa, why am I the best? You gave me bagel in the morning. He did it for literally months, not one day, months. And then he actually got friends with the group, and he was totally not involved. This is we have to understand. A lady has to be on top of a game when it comes to the influence of her, of her children. Okay, just be careful because the camera's on, all right, ladies? The camera's on. All right? Because I'm sitting, come sit. No problem, just like duck a little bit when you're going in. All right? So he says like this. Let's go on one more point. Now, another, another idea that every lady has to know, and really it's every, every father and every, every, every husband has to know this. You have to be careful, not just the influence of people, but the influence of gadgets. Now, I want to tell you something. We are living in a generation now that you have one gadget, you could kill your son. And I'm not kidding you. The kid could be done. He goes to, to, to one, uh, whatever it is, and you have it on the, uh, you're saying that, you know, in Atere, they even have, sometimes a person has a housekeeper in the house, they, even, they don't even allow the, like, like, the housekeeper has to have a filter on the phone just in case the kid will, amazing, amazing. What's going on? One time, he hacks in, or he goes in with this, or that, or that, or that. It, it's such damage to the neshama. It's such damage to the neshama. You can't understand what 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 could what could be. Right? You're saying, "Oh, what's the big deal? Uh, big deal? He's just playing a game." You know, oh, I'm giving him my phone. He's just playing the game. What is he playing? Pac-Man. He's playing Pac-Man. Right? What's the big deal? Playing Pac-Man. You don't know after you leave the room what he's playing on now. You don't know what he's doing on now. Oh, you think I'm playing Pac-Man? Oh, look, I go on to play back. He's smarter than he'll ever be when it comes to gadgets. By the way. Don't think you're outsmarting your son. He'll outsmart you in a million ways. He'll hack your phone, he'll make sure, get the thing, get this, that. A mother, husband, father, I don't care who, has to be very careful what comes in gadgets. And the truth is, the kids will never forget the father or the mother, how they acted. So we also have to be careful. Not only the gadgets that we bring in, not only the kids that we bring in, the friends that we bring in, but how do we behave. Because that is the biggest chinuch, the biggest training that you will ever give, give your kid, ever. And I'm being honest. Let me tell you a story. There was a guy, when he got older, he went majnun a little bit. Crazy. Crazy about what? Crazy about money. Like I'm talking about avodah zarah, avodah zarah. And I know this guy very, very well. The guy is mine is twisted about money. What's the matter? What's the matter? He says, I'm scared, Rabbi, I'm scared to get married. What are you scared to get married for? I'm scared I'm going to have bills. What are you scared to have bills for? I'm scared I have to pay. So what are you scared to pay? I'm scared I'm not going to have money. What's oh, I'm scared tuition. I'm scared. Everything was bottom line about money. If you give a donation, Rabbi, Rabbi, come here. I have to give you something. I have to give you something. Come over here. He would give me, hey, Rabbi, here's the donation. One-on-one. Like he's giving me gold. Hazar Baruch, it's great. You're giving a donation. You know what I'm saying? He's making. I had to stop the shiur. I was giving a class. Rabbi, very important. Come, 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 come. I'm giving a class now. No, come, Rabbi, Rabbi, come, 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 come. What happened? What happened? Hey, Rabbi, this is for you. I'm giving you the. Hello, I'm giving a class. What do you? What do you? Give it to me after. He felt, you know, his money was so attached to him. Anything that had to do with when we, when we spoke about the word money, he would shake. I'm shaking. I'm not. 
Something came in his lifetime where, 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 where he was uh, a little bit, he wasn't even short, but he was just scared to even have enough. He was scared to have other things in his mind. Other, why? Because he was brainwashed when he was a kid. Money's an issue. Oh, don't have this, don't have that. Money, money, I can't, I get. Why? Because what the father speak about? Every time he came home, what was he speaking about? Flus. Oh, money, where? this guy, he's cheated with me with my money. And now the kid wakes up. He gets a little bit older. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to go to the business world. Why? Because they're all cheating in the business and the this and the that. They all want my money. And, and what? You have to be very careful. We talk in the house. Some people, they crumb, they corrupt in the head. What do they say? Oh, Rabbi, oh, everything's about money. Everything. Oh, Rabbi, is a, right, they think Rabbi money. Why? Because they got corrupted in the house. The father, what does he do? Come, comes home, what is he talking about? Oh, the Rabbi asked him for another donation. Oh, and then what is the, what is the son thing? Oh, the Rabbi is just for donations. And then he wakes up and he can't learn Torah. You know why? Because I can't learn from this rabbi, that rabbi. He's going to ask for donations, this, that. Or what? From the father coming home, making a whole big deal. Of what? Donate, donate, donation. Hello, relax. Calm down. Calm down. They said Moshe Feinstein. They came to Moshe Feinstein. You know what happened one time? Back in the day when they had uh, working on, you know, people had to, on Shabbat, if they didn't, you see, you have to understand, every generation has their own test. Every generation. Previous generation, they had to die as Kiddush Hashem. Hitler, Yimach Shemo, six million Jews, how, how, how are they going to die? They said, Rabbi Khanna Wasim, they said, have a mind, you're dying as Kiddush Hashem. And they had the Hashem, Yehotu Chabirichu, they had Vinoam, they had a whole what to say. And they gave up their life, 100% Hashem Shamaim. That was the Nisiyon. Oh, Nisiyon, Oh, this Kashed, that Kashed, that Kashed. Oh, Nisiyon, every generation has his Nisiyon. Every generation has his own Nisiyon. I think this generation is the Peritzut and the internet and all these things. Like this, I believe what the generation has. But in any case, the previous generation, when they first came to America, what was the Nisayon? About what? Shabbat. If you didn't work on Shabbat, they would fire you the next day. Sunday, I'll see you later. Sunday, come, come on. They give you a pink slip, I'll see you later. Go. Kish. Kish, why am I kishing? You didn't work on Shabbat. So you're not working Shabbat. You know, I don't need you. Out. Guess what happened? Two friends, one friend, one friend, every Shabbat he kept, and he didn't go to work every Sunday, he got a new job. His best friend, same thing, he didn't work on Shabbat, every Sunday he got a new job, different job, sometimes he was out for two weeks, he didn't have a job, but every Shabbat, he made sure to take, take, take off, and he knew, both friends knew they were getting fired on Sunday, and they both said, that's it, Shabbat we keep. At the end, when his children grew up, one of them kept Shabbat, and one of them didn't keep Shabbat. They came to Ramosh, they said, I don't understand. He says, you had two, the, the people will look at us, I don't understand. You had two friends, best friends. One was keeping Shabbat, and the other one was keeping Shabbat. They both kept Shabbat. They both kept Shabbat. How is it that the child doesn't keep Shabbat? How? So he says like this. You know what he said? You know what he said? I'll tell you what he said. Tell me. The reaction that the guy kept Shabbat when he came home on a Friday night, what was he saying? He was saying Kiddush. And after he said Kiddush, he told his wife, Honey, I'm out with a job now. I'm here making Kiddush with you and keeping Shabbat. I'm out with a job now. What are we going to do, honey? This is a Shabbat we have to keep. But look, I'm out, I'm out. The son heard that. The son said, I'm not keeping Shabbat. My father looked away, he's talking, oh, Shabbat, he's blaming Shabbat that he, can't, that he can't work. The other guy, you know what the other guy did? 
He came home after Kiddush, you know, and he said, Honey, look what we're doing for Hashem. We come Shabbat, we lost the job. He sends the Panasah, nobody else. No person is going to tell me to work on Shabbat. You know why? Because it's not my boss that gives Panasah, it's Hashem that gives Panasah. Look what we do, look, look at the greatness. And he would go ahead with the pink slips, he would decorate his sukkah with the pink slip. That's all wall, the pink slip. What is this, that? I got five loaded for Shabbat, beautiful. Now what happens? Because what? It's what the wife and the husband talk about on Shabbat. And if you don't stop your husband when he talks about this, oh, be careful. Because your kid is hearing everything. Don't think he's not. He's in the left corner at the end of the room. Oh, he's listening. I'm so careful with my kids. I know 100%. I could be sitting in my kitchen, and I, I already see in the living room, one of my kids there, I would literally shut the doors of the kitchen. I would whisper to my wife. I was like, what, what are you doing? I was like, listen, listen. She has ears in the left corner. I don't care if I'm going to speak about something that I don't want to hear. I'm not doing it. And if I'm doing it, I'm shutting the doors. I'm whispering. They hear. The kids hear. And what you talk about, they're going to want. What you talk about, listen to what I'm telling you. What, they, what you talk about, that's what they're going to want. Talk about Sadiqim. Talk about Sadiqim. Wow, you know this rabbi Sadiq. Wow, wow, wow. Then after a while, go ask your daughter. Where'd it come from? Go ask the daughter. Who do you want to marry when you grow up? A five-year-old. I want to marry Sadiq. She didn't even go to school yet. She's saying, you want to marry Sadiq? They didn't even teach her. What, what, what do you mean? They didn't even teach You know what the answer is? Because they hear the parents. What are they talking about? What is Sadiq? Wow, you saw that Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq. So the whole thing, they're, brain, they're hearing their brain, what? Oh, like that. What do I tell my daughters all the time? You need my Sadiqah, right? You might Sadiqah, right? The whole entire time, she feels that Sadiqah, Sadiqah. So what? When she does something wrong, is this the way Sadiqah acts? So you know, no, 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 I got that. Is this the way Sadiqah acts? No, no. And that's what it is. You have to understand, what you are going to talk about is going to affect your kids no matter what. Unfortunately, I got a call this week by a husband. He said, I can't take my wife anymore. I said, whoa, what's the matter? Why can't you take your wife? He says, I'm going to shul. I'm going this. I'm going that. I come home, and I hear my two-year-old saying the F curse. I said, it's a true story, I'm telling you. Two-year-old saying that. I said, what? 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 The two-year-old? You're exaggerating. Rabbi, I swear to you. He's already putting his hand on the sidu. Rabbi, I swear to you. He said, relax. Don't swear. I believe you. I believe you. Don't put your hand on the sidu, you know? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. He's pulling out his hair. I can't. It's like, where did you hear that? Where'd you take her? Rabbi, I don't take any of this. So where'd you get this word from? He tells me when my wife, things don't go wrong. Let's say the delivery doesn't come on, on time. She screams loud, oh, this uh, delivery guy. And she bangs and she pounds and she says the effort in front of the kid. And the kid, what does he do? He hears it. He hears it. He hears it. What does the kid do? Repeats it. Oh, like mother, like daughter, right? Oh, my mother does this. I'm going to say the same thing. For all she knows, she thinks it's a beracha. Yeah, she says, the guy comes in, how you doing, mister? Uh, uh, he says the, uh, the, the curse. Uh, she doesn't think it's a beracha. What does she know? She doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's two-year-old. She hears her mother, she's going to say it. Hi, daddy. So, you know, <laughs> Come on. This is the way, this is the way. Why? But she didn't do it intentionally. You think the wife did it intentionally? Tell me, you think the wife physically did it intentionally? No. What is the wife? The wife didn't know. You think the wife knows that if she would have known, what would she have done? I cannot curse. So therefore, you're going to be mothers soon. Or if you're a mother now, you have to know what you're going to say in your house is going to take effect. And the same thing, not only 
the bad influence. We, we spoke about bad influence for your friends. Be careful about. We spoke about gadgets. Be careful about. And you're not too far off to be your mother, by the way. You're not too far off. I'm saying you guys are seniors, right? Sooner year, year, next year. Jawas, Jawas, a couple more days. I'm sure you guys are set up ready. So he says, we review. Let's review a little bit more. We said what? Bad influence with the kids. Be careful. Be careful. These things. One kid could corrupt you. I remember I, I gave a class in my, in my shul, and, um, and we got a bunch of uh, young guys, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds, and, uh, and we had a nice group of seven, eight guys. We went to, uh, we went to um, um, a schnitzel place for them. You know, we said, well, we'll take you guys out. Come, learn. We'll take you out for, 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 for you know, schnitzel. So we went for schnitzel, and I see another four guys, and they all sang hello. We need this group is saying hello to that group. I said, oh, perfect. I got them all schnitzels, right? Those my, my, my boys that learn with me. And they see the other four boys. They said, listen, we can do kiru. We can get another four guys. So I told these six guys, listen, go over there. Bring them in. You're six guys. You're there four. Bring them in. Say, listen, we have shi'ur, palachi, come. We're going to learn. We're going to strike. Well, they all told me, every single one of them, every single one of them, to the last six, six out of six. Rabbi, I can't do it. Uh, yeah? I can't do it. Uh, I can't do it. Okay. So I go to the leader. You know, there's always like a leader amongst the kids, you know. I go to the leader. I say, what's going on? Tell me what's going on. He says, we have our, our we're all tight. And our mothers gave us a rule that we know they've been influenced. They have things that like when they're not supposed to have. Uh, smoking things, this, this, that. We are off limits. We cannot even associate. And if you bring them in, into, the, into the shoe with them, we can't come to the class no more. <laughs> That's how strong it was. That's how strong it was. That's how strong the parents embodied it in the mind. And be careful of bad, bad influence. You have to be careful about the gadgets that you have bringing the house. You have to be very careful the way you act and the way you talk. You have to be very careful. You want them to be angry people? Should I tell you, should I tell you how to get kids uh, to be angry inside? I'll tell you. When you bug out, when things don't go your way, when you go crazy in the house, what's going on? I don't understand this, this, that. Just know a hundred million percent your kid is going to do that when they get older. Maybe not now. They're not old enough. They're only 13. What are they going to say? It's going crazy now? But they're going to be a mother. They're going to look back when they were a kid. They're like, I remember when this happened to my mother, she did that. And it's automatic trigger behind the brain. And she's going to do the same thing. Just know what you're doing. Know every single act that you do, she is going to do when she becomes your age. Fact. Fact, 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 fact. You hear what's going on? Huh? I, re I remember what my, my, my parents did when they were my, my age now. I remember when I was growing up, I was like, oh, my father, what would my father do this way? They, they, they copy. What would my father do this way? I, I know exactly. I still, till today, I know my father would, good, right? I know he would do this, I know. I remember he used to teach us a lot of things. I'm not going to go over exactly what my father used to teach me, but I'm just saying. Uh, I remember growing up, the rules, there's a rule that he, did it, he would do it. And, I, and until today, I, I work with that as well. I work with that. Same thing, that's the way your kids are going to act. Through you. Through you. Yeah? Now, I'll tell you one more point. And I told this to Bobby. Bobby knows this. We said also, it's important they should see, like, if you could. Right? Bring Kedusha in the house. Now you're going to tell me, Rabbi, how do I bring Kedusha in the house? So I tell couples, I tell people, I say, listen, this is what I do. I'll tell you a secret I did. I have a bookshelf in my house. Now, when you have the bookshelf, I put it in a certain area. 
and I started putting like the Gemarot on this section and the English books. I put it in a different section. What's the section? I put it as soon as like you, you like you, you on the side where you walk in, you sit on the couch, where as you're sitting on the couch, you see directly those English books. Why? Why? Because people are sitting on the couch. You know, let's say you're coming Shabbat, right? You're eating by somebody or somebody, you have a guest. They're going to sit down. What are they going to do? They're going to sit down and wait, wait, wait for you to come, but they're going to see, oh, here's the English book. Oh, do you mind? Uh, just pull it out and they start reading. It happened to a few guests. A few guests that I had, I was in shul. I came back and I was 100% right. What happened? I came back. I see two, three boys that I invited. I wasn't there yet. They opened up the books, the English books, and they started reading and reading and reading and reading and reading. I was like, what's going on? It's like, well, we're waiting for you. We're just waiting for you. We didn't want to space out on the ceiling, so we, uh, we, we, we started reading the books because they were able to see it. Show your family Sfarim. Buy them children books. Buy them. There's so many children books where you can educate your kids. So therefore, there's no, there's, it's a no-brainer. Go take a ch- One time I was in uh, Baltimore, and I bought, there was like 300 small books of all tzaddikim. 300, a dot, it's like five pages long. And it was before like my children, it was like my wife was pregnant, and I come home, I come out of Baltimore, I went to one of the Baltimore thing, Baltimore's uh, 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 school, I come out with a box of, of Sipuret Tzadikim, five pages each, gorgeous, laminated pictures, the whole nine yards, each book is, is, is five pages, gorgeous, I could show you my other hand. So my mom was like, there's like a hundred books, I was like, what are you doing? It's like this for the kids, they're kids, what are you talking about, we don't have kids yet, what are you doing? He says, no, but you're pregnant, so what? He says, you're going to see. I put it on the shelf, and now what do we do? We learn a, a, a Sipur Tzaddik. Every, before we go to sleep, we read a Sipur Tzaddik. Yeah. Bring in Kedushah. Not only move away the bear, not only move away the gadgets, the better influence, connect with the good people, act well, but make sure you bring in Kedushah in your home. What's Kedushah? Kedushah, bring in the Sfarim, the good Sfarim. Bring in Kedushah. Keep on saying the words, Baruch Hashem, Hashem Barach. My daughter came home. She, she's four years old. She made a whole art project. Daddy, you like it? I put the sun, I put the tree, I put the grass, I put this, I put that. I was like, wow. Who helped you with that? It's beautiful. Who helped you with that? I says, Daddy, it was me. No, I said, who helped you? Daddy, me. <laughs> okay, again, again, again. Who helped you do it? Then she starts thinking... Oh yeah, my friend, she gave me the, 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 the color marker. She gave me, what's her name? Oh yeah, Susan. I was like, oh, Susan, Sophia, yeah, Sophia. I gave her the, oh, okay, who else helped you? She's like, it was me and Sophia, that's it. I said, oh, you're forgetting. Oh, you're forgetting. By four years old, already, you got to start teaching by three even. But I can't, she didn't have a project that day. By four, they had a nice one. I said, who helped you out, Hashem? Now, now go ask her. After she comes home with a project. Who, who made this project? Hashem and me. Imagine. Because what? You train them. When they're young, they're going to get up and they're going to say that. That's what you do. What did what, you do? Oh. And when the kid grows up and he has, let's say, uh, 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 any event that he's doing or any success of his life, what does he say? Hashem uh, gave me the Hatzlacha. Hashem gave me the Beracha. Hashem gave me this. Why? Where is that? From the mother or the father when they were growing up and they were teaching the kid. That's one idea. They teach them like a Baruch Hu. I show you a video after that I have. I can show you a two-minute clip. 
to show you it over here. I should, I should actually show it on tiny time. I'll tell you what it is. Another thing is, that's one idea. Another idea is teach them Gamzu Tova when they're young. Everything Hashem does is good. It's easy. I'm giving you tips now. Remember the tips. Put it in your brain. Leave it there. You're going to be involved in a few years and keep it and do it. And if you're involved, do it now. What do you do? Comes with the anything happen? Your daughter's crying? Okay, what happens? My, my throat is hurting me. My throat is hurting me. Okay, fine. Let's see. Look, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna work it out. We're going to work it out. First thing you do, let's try to get you medicated, everything like that. You know, there's Allah that says you have to take a Yiratzon before you even take the medicine, knowing that's from Akadosh Baruch Hu. Now pray. Make sure you pray to Hashem. Now she understands to pray. Say Gamzutu. Everything Hashem you do is good. Come on, now she's already trained. And you do it when she's young. And when she's young, you'll see that she, when she's going to be 80 years old, she's going to be thinking, "Wow, I'm so lucky to have such a mother and father." When I was three and four and five growing up, they gave me my my brain to think that everything is good and everything Hashem does is good. And therefore, when she starts having an ache in a tooth, she brushed her teeth. She did everything. She knows, ah, Hashem, I'm with you, I'm with you. She's always thinking about Hashem. Why? Because you trained her when she was younger. Train them to know every mitzvah. You get gun Eden when they're young. Train them. Explain to them. Hello? They come? Get a cup of water. Patty, here's a cup of water. Okay? Come sit down. Well, what do you need? I want to say thank you for the cup of water. And I want to tell you something. What do you want to tell me, Dad? You know what you just did right now? You know what you just got right now? Right now, do you know what you just got? What would I get? Imagine I take you right now. I love saying this over. Imagine I take you right now. Take you on a trip. I take you to a place. where we bring the house. We have in, over there. We have inside, inside the room. We have a pool inside the room. A big pool. You have a, a slide in the pool. And you have, you get up. You could have a diving board. You could jump in the pool. And I start explaining everything about the pool. And imagine after the pool, I take you on all these rides and everything like that. For the whole damn thing, yeah. Imagine, you know, growing up, I thought Hershey Park was, um, I thought it was like the pool of chocolate. So I thought, I thought, that's what I really thought. I thought I was, the first time I went to Hershey, I was like so excited. I was like, oh, I'm going to swim in a pool of chocolate. Wow, you know. Tell my daughter, imagine now, I take you a pool of chocolate. You can lick, as you're swimming, you can lick up all the chocolate. And you can enjoy the best tasting chocolate ever. And you go out, and you're like, oh, everything's chocolate. Ah, it's so good. And you walk in, you're seeing it, like right from the leaf. It's really a chocolate leaf. You can pull it off, you can eat the chocolate. Wow, starts going oh, crazy, daddy, yeah. You know, all that I just told you. You're going to get so much more, so much more. Gan Eden is so much more. And you know how you get more of that? Every mitzvah that you do, mitzvah, 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 they do, you're going to get more and more and more and more and more. Now when they're young, they know that. When they get older, they're trained. What are they trained about? I can't wait to do the mitzvah. I can't wait to do the mitzvah. I can't wait to do the mitzvah. And then you can start testing them. Listen, take them, let's say you take them a crazy trip. I'm just giving you an example. All of a sudden, now we had a great time. Awesome, 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 awesome. Great, 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 great. Okay, guys, let me ask you one question. If I tell you I'll take away 0.001, just a little bit of going to add in, just a little bit of going to add in, I'll take you again tomorrow to the same trip. We'll do the same thing. You want to do it? Now, if they say yes, they want to do it, that means your training is not full yet because you didn't pump up going to add in yet. Because all the pleasures of this world don't equal up to one iota, to one... 
one pleasure in Gan Eden. That you can live from here to Me'ave Asrim and do the best things in, the, in life and go to crazy places and this, that, that. And take, go like this, take one sniff right now, go like this. Go like this. You just did that, wow. All the pleasures for all 120 years that you just took and you had this and you had all you can eat breakfast, all you can eat lunch, all you can eat dinner and everything like that for your whole life. And you're living in a hotel your whole entire life. You're living in a hotel your whole life. All that, and you have the suite, you have the rooftop suite, you have the red jacuzzi, you have anything you want, all that. Now take a sniff of Ganeden. All that pleasure is nothing compared to even a sniff. Now, you have to train your kids like that. You have to first train yourself like that. Everybody has to train themselves like that, otherwise you can't train your kids like that. But when you train yourself like that, then you tell your kids, oh, by the way, let me ask you, would you... Go again on the same trip if I tell you tomorrow I'm going to take you, but you give me a little piece of good hand there. Little piece. No, daddy. Oh. Accomplished. Mission accomplished. She knows what's going to end there now. She knows every mitzvah, every single no pledge in the world could even equal up to one iota. A mitzvah doesn't equal up one iota of all the pleasures in the world. They grow up, and then when she's five, six, seven, eight, nine, 98 years old, she knows, ah, mitzvot are so precious. They're more precious than gold and silver and diamonds. Gold and silver stay. But Torah and mitzvot always stay with you. You know, they took Rav Hutna one time. Rav Hutna, it was a hijack. A hijacking. It was a hijack. They took everything away. They took his watch. They took this. They took his wallet. They took this. They took that. They asked him, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? What were you thinking when they were taking all that? I said, one thing they're not taking, my Torah, because oh, it's all up here, baby. You can't take the Torah. It's here, I still have my Torah. You still have your mitzvot. Nobody can take that away from you, unless you regret them. But nobody can take that away from you, your mitzvot, your mitzvot. And that's why every lady has to have an accomplishment. And what's the biggest accomplishment for a lady? Can I tell you? Who can tell me? Who can tell me, huh? What's the biggest success that a lady could have leaving this world after 120, sitting back and looking back in her life? What's the biggest success? Anybody else? I agree with that. I agree with that. Because being proud of what you did of what? There's a lot of things that you did. I eat pizza and I'm very proud that I eat pizza also. I don't know. So what are you proud of? Yeah, but a lady has to know when we start in the beginning of the class. The lady has to understand, she's the body, she's the house. She raised up a family, she raised up a husband, she helped the husband become who she is. Like they always say, behind every successful guy, there's always a successful woman. It's true. Don't think it's not true. If you see a guy, he's very, just know, the wife behind her, forget about it. What she had to do to whip him into shape, forget it. <laughs> forget it. But what is it? It's accomplishment. She is the house. She is the house and she accomplished. You know, one of the biggest compliments that I got, I remember I felt so good that day, was when I went to my father's house, and I know it was not even me. I went to my father's house, and this is my, my children started getting older, like four, three, I know I spoke a lot about my kids today, but it's a, <laughs> the toilet for the, for, the, for, the, for the girls to grow up in. So, um, um, so I remember I walked in, and after that, I like kind of left the house. And I, I hear my father telling my mother, by the way, you realized? Look how good his children are. Look how good uh, Joey's children are. Look, look, look at that. Omi dotovod, dress ni'u, dress properly, giving the right respect, giving the right honor. Psh. 
biggest compliment. But I didn't really take the compliment myself. I took it from my wife. My wife was raising the kids, you know. But I said, oh, you marry the right woman, you get a good house. You understand? The men have to know that. They have to marry. Sometimes the man, he just looks, oh, she's pretty, she's pretty gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Holy, he forgot the midot, he forgot the this, he forgot the family, he forgot everything. Just, oh, pretty. Forgetting the whole boat. Forgetting the whole boat. Sometimes the, yeah, a man, he has to look at the wife. Which wife is going to be able to make sure that I'm going to have a good bite, a good house to serve Hashem in? That's what she has to look That's the guys, I'm telling you that. We have to tell the men that. If anybody wants to send this to Shiur to the men, hello. What's the man have to look for? You're looking for a wife, look deep in. Is she going to be the wife that's going to bring up my whole entire family well? Is she the one? Is she the one? Yeah, okay, I love it, that's it. She's the one that's going to get me the most going to end in a long bar. Oh, that's that. That's what you're looking for. What is the end? It's in Hakli What does that mean? Oz is like a garment forever, like a garment that's everlasting. Lasting a long, 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 long time, eternity garment, clothes forever. Hadad is beautiful. Oz levusha. A lady, it says she has to have clothing, eternal clothing, but beautiful eternal clothing. And then what does the end of the pasuk say? Vatischak liyom acharon. Who has? What does vatischak liyom acharon mean? She has. She's gonna lay lay one. The last day. Meaning what? When a lady is about to leave this world after 120, and she looks back and she sees her children, and she sees her grandchildren, and she says, wow, look at that. Look at that. Because deep, if you think about it, when you're training your kids, you're training your grandkids. Because whatever you're going to train the kids, they're going to train their kids. So therefore they look back, and they see a whole picture of children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, and wow, they're all tzaddikim. His son, came, his grandson came over to my house. He told me, hundred grandkids, they're all learning. They're all learning in Torah. And this is what it is. You want to have the last day? You want to have the last laugh? Make sure your clothing is eternal. How do you have the eternal? By remembering this lesson and applying it to your own house when you become a wife and a mother. Somebody cut that off, please.